Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hello, and welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast, the last episode of February. Boom. If you want to send any gifts, you can PayPal those to me. My birthday was yesterday, so. And if you don't, then it's just evidence of your total depravity from birth. That's true. <laughs> what? People aren't totally depraved from birth. Rob, I have a survey sitting right in front of me that tells me so. See? And by all means. <laughs> it's scripture. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, here we go. So, um, everyone sins a little. But most people are good by nature. That was the question or the statement that was posed to evangelicals, which is a broad junk drawer term for people that believe in Jesus and follow and would claim Christianity. Yeah. And woo, all right. Um, well, let's talk about the interesting numbers here. Um, somewhat and strongly agreed are both way too high for this to be um this yeah. to be helpful so let's go with the strongly agree uh the the strongly here's here's the interesting thing i should say so we have data from 2016 2018 and 2020 if 2020 was good for anything it was to show us that people are not good by nature and um uh, yeah. the the stats uh, drastically changed on this question between those couple years. So to give you an idea, uh, strongly agreed was 24% in 2016. It jumped up to 28% in 2018. And then when 2020 <laughs> came along, it dropped to 19% because people were like, I don't know about that. Maybe I was wrong, <laughs> but still 19% is concerning. Um, and then you know what was surprising to me on this one, Rob, was that the somewhat agrees are almost in line with the strongly. Like people that don't strongly agree, they're like, yeah, but I in general would agree with that statement. Um, only 34% of people uh, strongly disagreed with that. They strongly disagreed that yeah. most people are good by nature, which is still like a really small percentage. <laughs> We're well under half. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think out of all of the questions we're looking at today, this is probably the, the most concerning one to me. Um, just, again, I, I'm not a full-time pastor. I preach uh, once a month. Um, so, you know, there's that. But um, the idea here seems to be that um, most people uh, do not believe in sin nature, <laughs> which is sort of... Um, sort of out. I mean, I know there'll be people that disagree with me on this, obviously. Uh, but uh, it seems to be outlaid in scripture that um, that that's a thing, and we have thirty only. We only have thirty four percent of evangelicals say that. Oh yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, um, man. I so I think that <laughs> I think that this the the change that you talked about from last year or from 2019 to 2020 that change uh is a, a wonderful representation of the fact that um what we're experiencing around us mm -hmm. actually dictates our beliefs as christians more 
than what scripture actually says. Yeah. Because this, this should have had zero change um, based on the year. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't have. If, if you believe that, um, I guarantee you it didn't jump like it did to strongly disagree. Uh, people didn't automatically start believing, at least not at this level, start believing that um, all of a sudden the sin nature is a thing and people aren't good from birth or they're not generally good. That didn't just happen because uh, that many people began to read their Bible, right? Yeah. It, it dictated by culture and current events and what was going on around us at the time. So that's, that's part of this that is really concerning to me too. It's true. Yep. Because if culture is now dictating your theology. Yeah. And that's not where you want to be. Right. (laughs) That's literally where almost every heresy has ever come from is pressure from culture or looking around in that culture. Um, When that dictates your theology, rather than the word of God, we're, we're always going to run into problems. And this is one of those. I mean, this is a major, major thing. This is where the gospel begins yeah, this is why you need Jesus. This is why the great, why amazing grace is so amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. If and it, there are scriptures all throughout. It's not like this is one text that maybe these folks haven't studied. It's that they haven't studied, right? I mean, at all. Or it's that they that even even though they hear one thing, they just they don't want to believe it. And I think. That's probably a, a big contributing yeah. factor too. It's hard for us to concede, like, I don't want this to be true, you yeah. know? Um, so, but that, that it, again, can come back to the idea of objective truth. Whether I want things to be true or not, absolutely doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I can't want these walls to be green and it be true without me painting the walls green, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not true. So, um, yeah, I, I think scripture is incredibly clear all throughout it, um, that, that sin is a problem that we're born into. And if you are a sinner, then you are not by nature good in any way. Yep. So. No, and I think what this shows is, and again, like we've talked about in other episodes, this is coming from a couple different categories as far as uh, black Protestants, evangelicals, uh, mainline Roman Catholics. So it's over a broad range of people that they would consider that they've polled here. But um, I think one of the more concerning things, and this is just coming from doing all the sermon reviews I do, listening to all the sermons I listen to, uh, by and large, there are only, I mean, again, I don't, I don't watch Roman Catholic services, so that's kind of outside of my purview. But with the rest of them, it seems to be that, um, and this is, it'll vary, I'm sure, but from what I'm watching and hearing, like there's two camps. There's a camp that is going to talk about this, that is going to have it at least in some part of the service, even if it's not the main part. Like, again, you're preaching through the Bible, so you touch on it. Um, and there's another part that literally, like I talked about in the last episode with that, the, the person that went from atheism or so they say they went from atheism to Christianity. All they heard was that Jesus was, you know, having love in your heart for other people. And that's what you need to be filled with. And when you hear that, this survey makes sense then why those numbers are so low, because if, 
if all Christianity is, is having loving your heart for other people and loving Jesus, then like, this is a non secretary. Like this doesn't even matter. Like why is this question here? But when you understand the gospel and how that, how the overarching plan of history is God bringing his people out of the, this sin, this rebellion, then this becomes incredibly important. And when you have a good chunk of churches, again, not all of them, and I'm making a generalization here, but when you have huge mega churches that literally boast like 500,000 people per service per weekend, and a majority of those churches are not talking about sin, these are the results you get. These, I mean, whenever you start referring to, so our buddy old Mr. Olstein, whenever you refer to sins as mistakes or boo-boos, like, then it's not like, it's not something ingrained in you. It's just something that you do every so often, right? So it's not a sin nature. It's a, I made a mistake, which that language is important now because now it's not, hey, this is something that is in you deep rooted in you that causes you to live in search a certain way it's a you're basically good you just screwed up once and you know jesus forgives your screw up um i forget which oh it's one i haven't done the sermon review yet but i'm going to be doing it and there's a pastor that talks about how you know jesus uh, totally he totally misrepresents the verse but whenever we we mess up jesus can relate to that and goes i know it's hard but you can do better and you're like, hold on. No, Jesus was sinless. He's not like, oh no, I've definitely done that. No, he didn't do that. You are in need of Jesus because you are a sinner and you do that. Like, it's not him going, I've been in the same situation, buddy. It's he was tempted like you, but he didn't screw up like you. So whenever and you can't do better, that's why <laughs> here. Yeah. So the idea is when you have preaching like that, and again, this is from a huge, this is from an enormous church. So when you have, when you're being told that, guys, if you are not watching this episode, you do not see Rob's face. And that's really the golden part of this right now. Uh, whenever you have preaching like that, why are you surprised? Like, I wasn't surprised by this as much as I was just super concerned about it. But like, it shouldn't be surprising to us then that, yeah, most people don't think it's a big deal. Most people would say that everybody's pretty good. They just make boo-boos every so often. Um, and when you have that, not only do you have, like, you, you, you cut the gospel off at the knees. Um, and it's not important. And people won't die for it. And people won't stand on it. And people, I mean, it's gone. If you don't yeah. have this, you don't need the gospel. You don't need Jesus for any real relative change other than just to make you feel a little bit better. Um, and it's like you said, like it's encouraging that the number went up, but you make an incredibly good point in the sense that it's probably just cultural things that are happening around you, dictating your theology, not an actual true belief. So if everything were, were to level back out, uh, the results from 2016 and 2018 will probably show back up because they were across the board, 27% for both of those years. And they probably would have continued that way if mm -hmm. not for everything that happened. Yeah, we have, we've been through a year that um, even if you aren't keeping up with actual politics, you've, you've witnessed people rioting and burning stuff down and some of them for no real reason even. Yeah. And uh, on, on both sides of that aisle right yeah. now, we, <laughs> yeah. now everybody, yeah, we just like, look at all the people. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're destroying the cities you're living in. You're storming the Capitol building. You're, 
I mean, we've witnessed some really crazy sinful things mm-hmm. um, in, in 2020. And so, um, well, and the beginning yeah, of 2021 or whatever. It like, bled over. It's just, all it's all, we'll just call it the sequel. Uh, it's like, <laughs> and so I, I think, you know, um, <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Genesis 6, 5, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the list is so long that we don't have time to to get into all of it, but it's literally everywhere in scripture, right? Even even, uh, David, as he's repenting and lamenting for his sin with Bathsheba in Psalm 51, says and acknowledges um, that I was conceived in it. From conception, I had a sin nature. I was born in sin. Yeah. And and the the joke is, if you have kids, you know this to be true, right? Uh, You you don't have to make many life decisions to start being a selfish little punk, right? It's just the way it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I forget, I think it was Chandler that was like, yeah, you don't, I don't have to tell you about total depravity, just there's a kid. It's not that he doesn't have the, he, it's not that he doesn't want to kill me. He just doesn't possess the strength to do so. And if he did, I'd be dead. So yeah, that, that's why, uh, Vody Bauckham actually had a joke about that, that kind of thing. Like they, um, he said they God made them little so that they won't kill you. <laughs> and then he said, and then he said, and God made them cute so that you, you won't kill them. Kill them. <laughs> Which, I'll tell you what, that is accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny when I heard him say that. And I mean, it is, it is true, you know, yeah. like you, another example is that you don't have to teach kids to be bad. No, you don't have to teach people to be bad. They just do it. Mm-hmm. What you have to teach people is to be good. Yep. If, if, if the nature of mankind was mostly good, most people are good by nature. This says, mm-hmm. if, if that's true, then, um, <laughs> then you wouldn't need law then you wouldn't need uh, judges mm-hmm. and you wouldn't need prisons. Then, I mean, it, there's yeah, so and, much evidence to the contrary. And to push Even back, cause I know evidence. Yeah. Cause I know there's going to be people who be like, well, yeah, but some people don't need to be taught to be good. So here's, here, here would be my rebuttal. Like, cause I've heard that before. I've heard people be like, yeah, well this so-and-so is a person. So here's the thing. You are going to adapt to whatever environment you're around for the most part. Right? So if your parent, because I know plenty of people that have grown up, um, again, not necessarily the norm, but they grow up with non-Christian parents that are moral, and then they grow up with morals as well. But here's the point. At some, at some crossroads in this process, like you just said, there has to be laws and regulation and rules in order to keep that in play. Excuse me. Uh, there's going to have to be... Um, rules to keep that in place because now this quote-unquote moral individual has a disagreement with this quote-unquote moral individual and there still has to be some sort of decision made based upon something outside of them and above them of how this is going to end and who was right and who was wrong now at the core of it the reason that has to be done is because there is even in this quote-unquote moral individual 
some sort of selfishness, some sort of what for their own, some sort of this desire to be on top, to rule over this other person. So even in the, you know, if you want to use morality here, um, again, I would contend that the reason you have that is because of the Christian society that has been out, you're, you're benefiting from the outpouring of someone living because of biblical rules, uh, regulations and a changed life, but that's a whole nother episode. But <laughs> the, uh, the idea here is that even somebody that grows up in that environment that is by definition moral still has to be controlled by rules and regulations or they'll try to take power over somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. So even if you don't see, so even if that person doesn't grow up to be a serial killer of mass proportions, they still have to be regulated by guidelines put forth by a society. So we're not just talking about rampant arsonists here that like to, uh, you know, kill animals and burn them. Like we're talking about just everyday people that still have to be guided by structure that I would argue uh, is there in place because of what we see lived out from a changed life of Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I think when we see this, something that is encouraging about this one um, is the drastic difference between everyone that was polled and evangelicals that were polled Um, because the world around us, literally the exact opposite results um, are displayed. So um, in the, it says 34% of uh, evangelicals would say that nobody is good, right? By nature. Um, What that means is that 60, what, six, 66% of evangelicals are wrong even that somewhat disagree that's wrong you can't somewhat disagree with scripture you either agree with it or you don't and so that means that 66 percent of evangelicals are either skewed or outright wrong or in denial of biblical truth yeah Um, but the world or just aren't uh, being taught that at all right yeah, the, the world is in the, what's it, um, 21%. I don't have that one in front of me. Yeah, 21 uh, somewhat agree, 11, or uh, no, no, I'm sorry, 43% somewhat agree, and 22% strongly agree um, that most people are good by nature, right? So you have 65 That's in some really nice places <laughs> to think yeah, that. It's almost the exact opposite. Yeah. And it's almost the exact opposite that 65% of uh, everybody that was polled um, believes that people are good by nature. So this is, I mean, one of the, one of the things that the, the church should be doing is looking different than the world. Yeah. Right? And even though the church is apparently skewed and, or flat out wrong, the, the fact that the, that it looks like the opposite, right? Than than the rest of the world. That's a good thing, yeah. right? That, that there are a few evangelicals that would agree with that statement, and the majority of evangelicals that um, would say um, that that's that that's wrong, or at least somewhat wrong, or whatever. Um, even though it's still alarming, it's you know, at least. Well, it, it means that at least we have a good number of churches that are preaching. <laughs> And those people that do understand it and apparently read their Bible. Yeah. Yeah. 
but um again i think we'll go and just to kind of end this one because uh, we're getting kind of close on time here but the idea is that i think what this tells us again as as pastors or people that maybe lead bible studies or or just pa- preach every sunday is that that needs to be in our minds when we're talking about things um that you know obviously there's a good number of people that don't understand that so how can we preach in such a way that makes that clearer um and really walks like you said with the scripture walks them through the scriptures because i think the 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 way you get to this point is obviously by avoiding scripture and doing happy church time where jesus is just the love that you need to show everybody else and that's what you have um and then that's how you get to this point because then then the idea just gets perpetuated Right. So if one person goes to a church that preaches that they go out to their friends are like, no, I know you think Christians are this or that. And they believe this or that. But what this church told me was that Jesus is really just the light in your heart and you should love other people like he loves them. That's Christianity. So then you have five other people that are like, well, I must be Christian too then. And then now it's just this idea that gets perpetuated. So I don't, I mean, who knows how many people, cause they would in that scenario, they would identify at least in part with Christianity which would put them into the category of evangelical whenever this survey is being taken place. So who knows kind of the, the deep dives of what this actually looks like as far as people that, like you said before, I think it was in the other episode, you can go into a deep dive of it and check off how often these people go to church. So that's going to skew the results a bit, which would be interesting to see. So. Yeah, it's um, I mean, so in my mind that the scripture, this, this all comes down to, um, whether you believe that the scriptures are the word of God, that there's no other place to get um, theology, doctrine, beliefs, whatever, um, the, that's it. I mean, it boils down to that. If you don't, like in the first one of, that we covered this month, if you aren't a Christian who um, thinks that y- it's your job to study theology, to, to learn more about God, to learn more about his word and what he says in his word. If that's not your job, then, um, one, uh, it, it is going to skew doctrine in your mind like this. Yeah. And two, it's actually further proof that there's a sin nature. (laughs) So, I mean, it's it is what it is and and this is this is something that um we need to preach more as churches not just at, from the pulpit though certainly from the pulpit but but as small group leaders as as christians engaging fellow christians this this needs to be a biblical issue not an opinion issue like yeah. so much of our theology is yep so I would deep dive in there. I'm just looking at some of the deep dives while you were talking there. And it's just interesting to see if you even change a couple things, then yep. the whole, the whole thing changes <laughs> depending on what, what methodology uses. Uh, I mean, you cut, I mean, I cut Roman Catholic out and it got rid of 4% um, on, on almost across the board as far as those. Two. So it's just interesting to see how it shifts and you yeah, do the same thing by age. If you, you only do look Roman Catholic, it's the opposite. Yeah. It, it's so, like it strongly and somewhat agree is most of them. <laughs> yeah. So it's just interesting to see how that, that just shifts everything. So yeah. obviously you need to go in if you're, if and you just click the link in the description, go through, kind of see, you can break it down by everything. It's crazy interesting to see how just, like you said, one little button changes the whole thing. 
but the numbers, just to be clear, though, the numbers we've been talking about through all the episodes are the general consensus. They're not – nothing's changed. It's just these are the numbers. So, all right. So, <clears throat> interesting. So, out of all of these things, it's kind of with this wrap-up episode here, uh, where do you see the state of theology in general? And that being the case, where do you think the church needs to focus its energy on? Wow, that's a big question. That's a huge um, question. It's enormous. <laughs> you have a minute. I, I think the state of theology. Um, so, I mean, we haven't even touched the surface in these four episodes, oh, of no. the, all of the subject matter in this survey. Um, and then there are things that are obviously outside of this survey that the survey doesn't touch. Um, that the state of theology, theology being um, knowing God and learning God, uh, theology literally means the study of God, right? Um, and so it, that being the meaning, I think that um, <clears throat> I think that that the focus, if I had to pick a general focus, it would be that um, we as a church need to make sure, um, absolutely sure that our theology being preached, being lived out, being talked about in daily conversation, must be based on scripture. And there can be no questions asked when scripture speaks clearly. There is no other alternative viewpoint for the Christian apart from what scripture says. We cannot be swayed by culture, by uh, pressure around us, by other, other churches who are, are falling apart because they're allowing sin and preaching sin. Uh, we, we cannot be swayed by anything from our resolve that Scripture is the Word of God. Gotcha. Okay. And with that, we will end this episode. Thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. We'll be back next month. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.